Shut up and sit down. Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Buckets Don't Lie. I'm Dylan Raditz and with me, uh, we're at a streak now. It's officially a streak. <laughs> oh, D, what is up? Alright, with three in a row, Dan's you, back. You were the one that was off that time. You said, like, and with me as always is, you didn't do the intro. Well, no, I was like, I, I kind of went back and forth on whether or not I wanted to do the is always, or it, I'm trying to play it up on the whole, could it be Joel, could it be you? No, 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 I'm back. You're Joel back. was on the sidelines. He actually got sent back home to Canada. Like, you know, he's just, he's gone. Canada? That's, that's... Canada. Canada, because it's a faraway mystical place. It doesn't really matter. It does. It's just out of the... It's out of the way. Don't worry about it. Keep going. All right, That's cool. not basketball. All right, that's not basketball. <laughs> On that note, uh, thank you everybody for tuning back in. Uh, three weeks in a row now. It's playoff basketball, so we got to get into it. Um, just really quick, get this stuff out of the way. Uh, buckets Don't Lie, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, like, review, tell your friends, subscribe, all that jazz. Buckets Don't Lie Zero on Twitter. Buckets Don't Lie the number zero. Tweeted out some cool stuff about the playoffs, and people retweeted us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making moves, making moves. Yeah, babe, moving on up in the world. And, yep, so I think we're just going to jump right into it now. So yeah. The first topic is actually not about playoff basketball. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. So we, uh, not the big story. It was kind of the story. It was kind of big maybe a few, uh, like a week ago. But then it was, we just had not gotten a chance to talk about it yet. Uh, LeVar Ball and the Ball brothers are kind of being crazy right now. I say they are being crazy right now. There's one person being There's crazy, person. and the rest of the family is just kind of like rolling with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me. Uh, we're talking about Lavar Ball. Lavar Ball. He's the dad of Lonzo Ball and uh, two other Ball brothers that uh, have not even played a minute of college basketball with. So they're not worth my time right now. So I'm not going to talk about them. But no. uh, Lamar Ball, he, or Lavar Ball, sorry, Lavar Ball. He's being kind of crazy. Uh, Nike, Under Armour, and Adidas, they all did not offer uh, Lonzo uh, a shoe contract because LeVar was insistent that they licensed the Baller uh, baller Boy brand. Big Baller brand. Big Baller brand. Triple B. It. Triple B. Big yeah, Baller yeah. brand. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, there's nothing you should do other than go into a meeting with the three biggest shoe companies in all of the sports world with your unproven son... And be like, hey, let's just license this. I, I we don't need. I, I want your first shoe right away. I don't want him to wait six or seven years like Paul George did. I want one right away. Yeah, um, I know it's America, and uh, you can't. I mean, you know, all you can do, all you can really do is ask and just hope they'll say yes. You know, have like the sales techniques. It's like you can't get something if you don't ask. But uh, it was kind of a crazy ask by Lavar Ball. Yeah, it was a bit of a reach. And uh, what's the Jalen Rose quote? You don't get in life what you deserve. You get in life what you have the leverage to negotiate. Yeah. So they didn't have the leverage, and they ain't getting a shoe deal from any of those companies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jalen Rose said something interesting. I was listening to Jacoby, uh, Jalen and Jacoby podcast. He was talking about maybe there's some collusion in the background between the three major shoe companies. They were like, no, there's no way in hell we're licensing the big baller brand. And I was like, well, that was an interesting side note, but... All in all, I think more than anything, it was more just like Adidas, Nike, and Under Armour. They all looked at Lonzo Ball and said, I know that you think your shit don't stink, but the odds are you're probably not the second coming of Magic Johnson. There. You know, crazy, crazy analysis there. Yeah, uh, Nike was like, hey, we're going to go call LeBron or Kyrie or Paul George or Kevin Durant or Kobe even. And Adidas was like, hey, we're going to call – wait, shit, who's a – Good basketball player sponsor. Oh, Harden. There we go. Yeah. 
I couldn't. I'd have like legitimately blanked on that for Adidas because <laughs> I know Erner Armour's the big one's obviously Curry. But what are you saying that Dwight Howard is no longer an elite player? My first thought was D Rose, and I'm like, that's not <laughs> oh, the one to bring oh, up. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. the one to bring up. <laughs> yeah, they got uh, Adidas guy James Harden. So um, part of the whole Lonzo Ball, he's just in the. I'm not Lonzo Ball, Levar Ball. He needs to probably get with the program and kind of see, look around the landscape and see what everybody else is getting. Uh, for example, I looked it up, you know, Ben Simmons last year, he signed with Nike, you know, he was the number one overall draft pick coming into the season or, uh, coming into the, uh, college season. He was the number one recruit, kind of all the next LeBron James hype. And he only got a five year, $20, uh, $20 million deal from Nike. So, uh, Lonzo, didn't Wiggins get a huge deal when he came out from Adidas? Nah, it really wasn't that big. I remember looking up, it wasn't that impressive. I think it was kind of something similar. Uh, I don't have the number in front of me, but uh, it was kind of similar. I mean, Ben Simmons can, with incentives, get up to $40 million, but it's a five-year deal. It's not exactly, you know, Nike's not dropping everything when Ben Simmons calls their suppliers, you know? Like, as if they... Uh, no, ben, was... ben calls LeBron who makes the call yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh, and then, you know, it was also like... You know, KD he got that massive three hundred uh, million ten dollar or uh, ten year shoe contract from Nike. That was after like seven years. Yeah, so that, that's after KD became KD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was even after his MVP season. So yeah, that was after the MVP. Yeah, yeah so Lonzo, maybe uh, you know, my whole point with Lavar, like I was during the college basketball season, like people were like, Lavar is terrible for college basketball. He's he's hyping up his son. He's making stupid comments like he can beat Michael Jordan in a game of basketball one on one. I was all fine, but uh, LeVar, you're costing your son Lonzo some money. You need to shut the fuck up. And by contrast, you're tr- you're costing your yourself the whatever 40% cut that you're going to take. <laughs> also, yeah. too, did you see, uh, actually, Joel coming in clutch told me about this one today. Do you see LeVar? Who? The, the kid almost replaced you on the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, but okay, go ahead. All right, so he was telling me that, I guess, LeVar said that his son should be, his son's first shoe should be in the $200 range or higher. Uh, why? <laughs> because the Triple B, the Big Baller brand. Uh, we got kids killing other kids for Jordans that are in the 200s. Does uh, LeVar Ball want to contribute to kids killing themselves in the inner city? It sounds Dylan? like it. Sounds like it. I mean, Is that's that the that, hot take? That's the only reasonable thing I can think of. But I mean, I mean, what's the highest, I mean, for the, not obviously not like Jordan because that's a bit different, but like. The actual like f- pro, like basketball pro player shoes like what's isn't the highest LeBron I think he's like the only one over two hundred. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really pay attention to shoes. I only got the same Nike Hyperdunks, and I just keep reordering them. I'm not <laughs> not too well. Enjoyed. I mean, go with what you know, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit. I think the even like Kyrie's are like one forty. Yeah, it's and, it's kind of crazy. I mean, I don't I don't I. Lonzo, if he does sign, it does. If he does come back to Earth, sign with Nike, for example, and he gets his first shoe, he won't be making Kyrie or LeBron money. But I bet they'll they'll still be racking up the the hundred dollar shoes. Yeah, Lonzo I mean, it's it's not on. like he's gonna be like you know the thirty dollar shacks at Walmart or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But. yeah. So all right. Yeah. Anyway, Levar Ball. That's enough about his nonsense. So I think let's move on to. The, the real main reason we have a podcast, and that's that's basketball, and not only that, playoff basketball. Yeah. All right. Let's go. So, so I think we're just going to, honestly, what we're going to do is we're just going to run through the four series that are going on uh, right now. Yeah, we should mention we're recording the pod. It's Tuesday. Uh, it's halftime of the Warriors-Utah game one, but uh, Celtics just beat the Wizards in o- OT. So now they're up 2-0. 
So, uh, crazy shit's going down. Uh, should we start? I mean, that's not that crazy, but it not actually was crazy. pretty crazy. Well, it's crazy for me because if we, if we can start with that playoff series, if that's okay. Nah, that's what I was going to say. You wanted to start with that one. Yeah, I'm sticking. Just really quick. Oh. <laughs> it's not even beer. I'm going back to the LaCroix. I found some the of them LaCroix. back in the pantry. Let's go. <laughs> the UTI mm. cure. <laughs> It's that certain time of the month, man. You got to do what it's you got to do. I mean, you're kind of begging for it. No, it's uh, oh, it's grapefruit. Oh, it's grapefruit. <laughs> Gay. <laughs> but it's delicious, so I don't fucking care. And zero calories. Zero calories. Whatever. I, uh, I'm drinking water, so also zero calories. No big deal. No big deal or anything. I'm so proud of you. I'll probably have to wake up three times tonight to go piss or something. But uh, Welcome to my life. I do that all the time. <laughs> all right, so we got to... Okay, back to the Celtics-Wizards. Celtics-Wizards basketball. All right, so I am sticking to my guns uh, Sunday night, or no, uh, Sunday morning. I said Washington in seven, and I'm sticking to it, D. I like the Wizards in this series, actually, too. I, that was, I tweeted this out, too, and I was watching the Wizards. They So game one on Sunday, the Wizards jumped out to, like, a 16 to nothing and then 20 to 4 lead. Like, Boston looked terrible. The Wizards, looked, they, like, they came ready to play, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, I thought the Wizards were going to do well in the series, but I didn't see that. I tweeted that out. And then, sure as shit, they found a way because, you know, Scotty Brooks is Scotty Brooks and let Boston back into it, and Boston winds up winning that game by 12. And then tonight, the Wizards, it was, from what I saw, I missed the first part of the game, but from what I saw, it was a lot of jockeying back and forth. The Wizards had it in, they had control, and then they just didn't have an answer for Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas, uh, in my playoff notes, I said, uh, Quote, Isaiah Thomas is going to be roasted by John Wall. So uh, I'm already kind of uh, backpedaling a little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, Wall, he he balled out today. Yeah, Wall did ball out. Uh, I mean, I, I still stick with Washington 7. I think they still got the better uh, better five, uh, starting five over Boston. I know there's a lot being made about uh, the Wizards bench and how piss poor it is. But I think hey, 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 Jason Smith. Jason what? Smith. Yeah, Jason Smith. Don't what hate about Jason Smith. What about him? He's a hustle guy. He's a glue guy. That's a glue guy in the second unit. Yo, okay, listeners. So this is playoffs. This is playoffs uh, times. Oh, uh, listeners, once again, this is the third pot in the row. We're going to mention that Jason Smith is on the Washington Wizards. No, we haven't mentioned this in a while. Oh, I remember mentioning this last week. No, we didn't. We were talking about Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks. Did we? Yeah. We're going to have to roll back the tape after this. But, for those who don't know... Stop the pot. No, no we're not stopping the pot. Jason Smith, the one Colorado State alum in the NBA, so I have to root for him. But... Cool. Anyway, the you're right. So, I tweeted this out, too, after the first game, uh, during the first game. When Wall goes out of the game, it's comparable to when Russ left and went to the bench for the Thunder. The, the, the offense just takes such a dive at that point, because... Bradley Beal's not a point guard. He just tries to get his, and it's Wall runs the show. You, it's just okay. so obvious. Yes, yes, but not to the extent that you want to make it. It's like I, I'm still not giving up on uh, Brandon Jennings. I think Brandon Jen, Jennings is a serviceable point guard. Now, mind you, he's probably the fourth best play, uh, uh, point guard in this series behind uh, Isaiah Thomas and. Just name two point guards on the Boston Celtics. Or, I guess, fifth. That would make a fifth. Yeah, because you got to put Wall there, too. Because <laughs> that Wall's in there. So, you're going to put him behind Smart and Rozier? I guess so, yeah. Um, but uh, Brandon Jennings, he does kind of have that... Uh, uh, 
he's got that heat check factor. I think he can he can go off for. We're talking about like five minute stretches that happened in uh, I want to say game two of the Atlanta Falcons. Or I keep saying I keep wanting to say Atlanta Falcons. You're so, the guy that goes back and forth of whether or not he even likes football, and you're saying that. I know, I know. But they were in the Super Bowl, and you know me, I always watch Super Bowl. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then the Hawks uh, series. So. I think that's fine. I just think that Ubre, I mean, he's got knocked down some more open threes. Which he was doing tonight. He was doing that tonight, but he was kind of a he was a huge minus uh, in the plus minus category uh, so far in the playoffs. And I mean, Jason Smith, he's he's just kind of getting more done, just flat out. He's and, really, and and quite honestly, we're looking at Nene killing it for the Rockets. You know, God forbid the Wizards have him on their roster right now. You know, or Ariza. Yeah, Ariza. But it's been a while since the reason. Yeah, that one's a few years ago. The Nene one is a little more recent. You are right in that sense, but I just had my train of thought and I lost it. All right, can keep talking. Do you have other points? Because I totally lost my train of thought. Yeah, you did. No, um, and then also I guess uh, you know uh, from what uh, I've seen, Isaiah Thomas. He's been uh, he hasn't been trying to check uh, John Waller, Bradley Beal, but he's been guarding. I'm totally spacing right now. Auto Porter. Auto Porter, there we go. He's been uh, guarding Auto Porter. I'm like, Auto Porter, what are you doing, man? You got to take him off the drive. I mean, he's. I think he's a really good uh, corner three-point shooter, but you know, you just got to kind of abuse him. You got to get some fouls on Isaiah Thomas. I mean, you got to like a foot on him. Just get in, get in there, get in the paint. Don't do the post-ups, but at the same time, you just got to take him off the dribble. And uh, yeah, I yeah, think, I'll agree with you that that's something. He's such a defensive liability; like you gotta attack him. You have to, because I mean that is his like the one main flaw in his game. And yeah, the one thing too is like Bradley Beal is really had a very cold start to this series. Which if you if you're the Wizards, you cannot have that happen. Yeah, I think he's gonna pick up though. He, so. he probably will. He's one of those players. Like he'll he'll get a few to go. And the series doesn't start until the home team loses. That is a cliche that I'm not sure always holds up, but. I'm gonna use it for my uh, use it for my point right now. So I actually I don't think I've ever heard that. Before. No way. I don't think I've ever heard that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like home ice, home home court. Yeah, it's just like one of those ice. What's this ice nonsense? Well, there's also NHL playoffs going on. I, don't, uh, I you know me. I don't watch it, but I hear it. I hear it's the Capitals' year. That's all I've heard. <laughs> all right. So next playoff series. Let's go. Do we stay in the East? Yeah, let's say in the East, whatever. All right, Cleveland, Toronto. So this is in three games. I have to buy you beer because the Toronto Raptors aren't going to make yeah, these finals. Yeah, buddy. So uh, reminder to the listeners: I get a six pack of uh, what Belgian orange? What new? Be- your choice of new Belgian beer. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, we had a bet. We didn't think. I didn't think Toronto would make the Eastern Conference Finals. You thought they would. And uh, the wild card was that we did not think that the Cleveland Cavaliers would not be the one seed. No, and I made this. I, I heard. I made this point. I heard Chauncey Billis make this goddamn point in ESPN countdown. If you're the Raptors, you're pissed because you did everything to claw your way out of the four seed to get to the three seed to avoid the Cleveland bracket, and they just decided to mail it in the last two weeks of the season and drop to the two seed. What the fuck? I still think that Toronto. I purposely worded the uh, <laughs> the bet to where this would still work in my favor, but I still thought Toronto, if they were going to play Washington or Boston, would lose this round. So I'm not going to apologize. I'm just going to drink those beers and be happy about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'm not going to hear about this one. All right, all, so uh, I see Cleveland in six. What about you? Cleveland in five. Ooh, I like it. Was it because of that uh, demoralizing uh, alley-oop off the backboard? I read a whole article about, like, Series was over three minutes into the game after that dunk. <laughs> Dude, the the Shumpert dunk too was just yeah, as nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good shit. Um, 
I mean, this is one of those things because I know, like, I kind of made this joke, like, messing or like joking around. One of our listeners and my buddies at work, uh, Dave, he is a Cleveland Cavaliers fan because he's from there. We were making the joke that oh, Kyle is he? is he? Yeah, is actually from the land. Now, does his uh, are his family from Cleveland or did he actually live in Cleveland? Born and raised in Cleveland. All right. I mean, all props to him. But I've seen a lot of Cavs jersey lately, and uh, let's just say Cleveland only has like five hundred thousand people in it, so. I don't know where all these Cleveland. Oh no 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 no! He he will gripe to the day he dies about all the terrible Cleveland sports and he's had to endure. Okay. But fine. anyway, we were talking about this and how Kyle Lowry just shits his pants every time he plays the Cavs, or just plays in the playoffs, or the playoffs too. But especially the Cavs, it's where you really notice it because those are the series that are watched the most probably. But back on point, he actually had a decent game one. For, surprisingly, for Kyle Lowry, game one. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that game was still out of reach. Like, And it was. That, that, that's that's the point I'm getting to, is even with him playing well and DeRozan, I mean, kind of doing his thing, you had Serge Ibaka, like, actually have a decent game, too. But you still got rolled by the Cavs. That's the thing. They hit this gear that they always find a way to hit. And I just think Toronto's just overmatched. Toronto, uh, good regular season team. I feel like last year, uh, Cavs, they took them to six because they just didn't respect them as much as they should have. And uh, mind you, I think Toronto's better this year. I like the Serge Ibaka edition. I mean, but at the same time, I think Biombo was the kind of X factor last playoff series, and he's not there right now. So, uh, yeah, you can't really play Valanciunas as much against this team because he's going to get worked. Definitely, when Channing Fry's out there, he's stretching the floor. Like, yeah, Valanciunas definitely not. Just looks like he's too slow. He looks like a relic from the '90s. So uh, yeah, I just I, I see six because I just see Toronto. I maybe see, getting one in Cleveland and then one in Toronto. And that's about it. But I, I, I see. I see one in Toronto. Just say, I and I do not see the Cavs with their back against the wall at any point in the series. But I see six. I see five. I think Toronto gets one at home in the North. But other than that, I, I respect the five. I respect the five. Cleveland at five. I gotta go yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, just yeah. from what I game one. I know it's a bit of a recency bias, but Jesus Christ, the Cavs look good in that series. Yeah, For that game at least. LeBron James. He's. Dude, that Kyrie, when he shook, what was that, Powell? Yeah. Like, it, he was just abusing him and toying with him. That was one of the nastiest crossovers I've seen in a while. Indeed. Indeed. If, I know it's kind of some shitty podcasting there, the fact that no one can see what we're talking <laughs> about, but go look up that highlight. We'll, it's insane. We'll, we'll put that on the, the Twitter sphere. Uh, we probably, it's probably already been retweeted, <laughs> but... Oh, shit, the, uh, the Jazz are only down nine. Oh, wow. Hot diggity. They're probably only going to lose by 19 now. Yeah, exactly. All right, so, Speaking of that, yeah, speaking transition, of that. that was I made up for it. All right, cool. So we're going to go to the Golden State Warriors-Utah Jazz series. Yes. Uh, so, Jazz, they have uh, the number one playoff defense so far. I mean, this is They were playing in- the Clippers. Hey, I'm, I'm just rattling off stats, okay? Don't, don't knock my hustle, all right? all right? I came here with notes on my phone. You're coming in here with a LaCroix in your hand. I'm out and here. a can-do attitude. <laughs> I'm out here grinding, all right? So jazz style of play, it's a lot slower. A lot of shots, the last five seconds of the shot clock. Uh, you know, the only problem with that is that uh, Warriors are well-rested. They're going to be running up and down the floor. And I see KD murdering it next round. I actually don't know what his stat line is so far game one. Uh, do, you was, want me, do you want me to look? Yeah, look it up. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm getting 20 points. Good radio. Kevin Durant has eight points. Oh, no, no I'm sorry. That's Raymond Green. Kevin Durant has 15 points. All right. Eh, fine. <laughs> I'll take it. So it's halfway through the third quarter? Uh, with two seconds to go in the third quarter. Oh, my God. KD, step on it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Warriors. Uh, 
uh, you know, I, I guess let's talk about the Jazz real quick. Okay, so Hayward, he was really impressive last series for me. I mean, he, he had was. food poisoning, so I feel like the numbers, the overall per, uh, points per game is kind of skewed because he had that one game he only played, I want to say, seven minutes. Like, so, yeah, if that. And he, had yeah, to, like, so he literally had to leave and go home. He couldn't even stay in right, the Right, so his points per game stats are never going to jump out, but if you take out that game and you average all his, all his other totals, he was pretty great. And there's just and it seemed like, you know, me in particular, I made the big, you know, you know, uh, Hayward, oh, is he really the marquee star? Like, is he really going to be, you know... Yeah, we should have the time. Jazz all season and look... look where Hayward you know, looks the real deal. He looks really impressive to me this year, and I think he's going to look really great in the Dallas Mavericks jersey next year. That's a bold one. <laughs> do they have the cap space to sign him? Um, well, it depends if Dirk wants to do another opt-out and then uh, <laughs> re-sign. I think Dirk's going to get his at this point. <laughs> I know. I think he's done with that shit, too. <laughs> yeah, and so I will agree with you, Cole. Hayward did look impressive. Iso Joe, Ageless Wonder, Boris Dio did some things where I, again, every time I see Boris Dio do something like that, I'm like, where the fuck was that when you played on the Suns? <laughs> um, okay, so, like, I guess, not to be the wet blanket, but the Iso Joe... He was lighting up uh, Austin Rivers because of the matchups that the Clippers were able to present. They're only people that could really guard Iso Joe once Blake Griffin got out. Uh, Kevin Kevin Durant's going to be guarding him in stretches in this game. Uh, I don't think KD's an elite defender, but he's a really good defender, and he's just got that length. He is a damn near seven footer himself. So or is he six nine? Or is he six nine? He, you know, we don't know. We do not know. Player program. Uh, so I, I do think that. Uh, some of those ISO Joe moments are probably not going to happen. True. I mean, I mean, and, that, you know, those moments aren't going to happen when they're down 14 with two minutes left in the game. True. It was still an impressive series for him, though. He's yeah. still, he still going to get his. But I was always under the impression that he was a better player than people not game him, but he just was overpaid. So again, another one of those. I'm really glad you played for the Suns and we got rid Robert of you. Robert Sarver sold him for cash yeah. considerations. You cheap motherfucker. Um, yeah. So I guess a question that I know you pose, I know you're really itching and dying to talk about is, do you? Your question is, do you think the Golden State Warriors are going to lose this playoffs? Um, easy answer, no. But I do think they got a real damn good chance. So, for example, like uh, L.A. Lakers, 2001, they uh, rattled off 15 and one record in the playoffs in one, and the only game they lost was uh, game one of the NBA Finals against a crazy Allen Iverson performance that included a step over on Tyronn Lue. Uh, I think the Warriors team is that freaking dominant, but do I see them going 16 and 0? Eh, probably not. Uh, do I see them losing three games this playoffs? I think that's reasonable. I think the over under is three. And I think they are the clear favorites to win it. What about you, D? Over on the losses. Huh? I'm saying over three losses. They lose over more three. Than I thought you said over under on the losses. I'm like, you can't take both sides of the over under. I'll take a tie. Everybody I'll take wins. A tie. No. Push. No, I'll push it. No. Bitch. Oh, no. Come on. Because <laughs> I see them losing at least one to most likely the Rockets, and we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. I see them losing at least one game to the Rockets, and then I'm going to say I could. I could easily see the finals going seven. Okay, you were about to say two to the Cavs. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, wait, that's push. the yeah. No, and then I, you I, push. You're a hundred percent right. Watch, I did. I was watching. I did the almost do that. Doing the math in his head. Yep, I I did almost do that. You're absolutely right. But I'm saying over. I say uh, I'm saying they lose. I mean, uh, are they the clear favorites to win? Yes. Are they going to win? Probably. Are they going to lose more than three games? Probably. Okay. All right. 
So you kind of kind of let out your uh, you know Western Conference Finals preview a little early, but let's talk about Spurs Rockets. Yes. And so it, our last playoff series. And again, talk about. so the if you didn't see last night the. There was a pooping that happened in San Antonio with the Rockets absolutely demolishing the I San like to Antonio call it not a pooping, it was just an ass whooping. Just an ass whooping. It was a pooping, it was an ass whooping. It wasn't really a shit performance. I think it was more just the Rockets just laying, they brought out the belt. Yeah, no, the Rockets, there was a pooping all over the Spurs. That's a pooping? That's a pooping. I thought it was more like you laid a turd on the court. Like, that's the pooping. No. Well, I, I mean, thought it was more like. I mean, did you see a lot of the Spurs players that game? Uh, they looked like shit. Yeah, they didn't look good. <laughs> You know the average age of the Spurs players other than the Kawhi Leonard is 33? Yeah, That's absolutely. crazy. Yeah, if you look at the team, that uh, absolutely makes sense. Even Danny Green's getting up there. I know. It's crazy, right? Uh, so, Houston Rockets, uh, I had them, again, I, I made these notes uh, Sunday Sunday morning. I said Houston in six. Oh, six. Yeah, oh. I know. But, you know me, I wish I had said Houston in five because I would have because that one hit for me last playoff series. Am I right, D? Am I right, D? Uh, yeah, I was, I, was, I was waiting for you to bring this one up. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Houston, uh, they just got so many weapons. I mean, last year we all kind of – I mean, we kind of put it in the back of our minds because uh, OKC, they lost KD this offseason. But OKC against the Spurs, they just – they really just out, you know. They were just bigger, faster, stronger. At a certain point, it was just like Spurs offense just going to do jack shit against – KD and the the Russ, you know the KD Russ show, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what's going on with Rockets. Uh, I think James Harden, like he had that ankle injury coming into this playoff series. I more thought of that as a high ankle sprain. It'd been like uh, six days since he had played, like uh, Game Five of the OKC series and Game One of the Spurs series. So I figured that was as rested. Everybody's banged up at this point, so yeah. I figured he's as rested as everybody else is. And they just got Lou Williams, Eric Gordon, and Ryan Anderson to just kind of. Bring the offense, and uh, what, what, what about you? I'm, I'm talking too much. What do you want to say? Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. They absolutely lit it up, and, I mean, it was like one of those things. The Spurs, I mean, Kawhi can only do so much. Yeah, that's the problem with the Spurs. Kawhi like, can only do so much. They're, they're not doing the 2014 Spurs uh, moving the ball right now. Like, they're, uh, they're almost too reliant on Kawhi. He's almost too good for his own sake, and, you know, like, LaMarcus Aldridge just wasn't that player. LaMarcus Aldridge, I mean, it's one of those, I, I had this thought in my head as I'm watching this game, eh, maybe it was alright the Suns didn't suck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He looked that bad. I mean, yeah, pretty much. It's just like, he was expected to be the number two, and now he's Probably the fourth best player on a championship team, but that's not going to work for the Spurs this playoff. No, actually. it's not, because they need him to be that number two guy. I also saw this stat here. The San Antonio Spurs are the fourth team ever to lose a game one at home by at least 25 points. None of the previous three came back to win that series. Yeah, that's always kind of a weird stat, because, like, that's, first off, there's so many, like, qualifiers in there. It's like, lost at, like, first off, at home, that means that the Spurs were the higher seed. Yeah, so exactly. I'm That's guessing, what that implies. I'm guessing, like, the one seed never lost a game one to third, you know, <laughs> like, uh, so, it's, I mean, overall, I just think the Spurs, I, I, they kind of me of a, they kind of remind me of a Wilt, like, like, kind of like the Patriots, it's just like the system, like, they throw in Matt Castle and they'll still win 11 games, like, mm-hmm. they just have a good system. But, you know, it doesn't mean the Patriots win the Super Bowl every year. It's yeah, just it's like, like that. The playoffs, there's a different gear, and I just feel like Spurs can only get so high. Ginobili can't hit that gear anymore. Ginobili is Parker done. can't hit that gear anymore. Ginobili is this better be his last year. Yeah. And uh, Parker's look, 
He's he's hit and miss, but he's missing a lot more <laughs> and, yeah, than he said. There's flashes, but the flashes are getting less and less frequent. And it's one of those, it's weird to think that, I mean, after watching pretty much my whole basketball life, that I've, or my life that I've been watching basketball, there we go, I know words, um, I've seen the Spurs in that system just be dominant and be that team that is boring to watch because they play wonderful, fundamental, beautiful basketball. Yeah. It's weird to see a team coached by Popovich that's so reliant on one player. Yeah, and I also feel like part of it's like a lot of people wrote off the Spurs in 2010. When I want, I want to say they got swept by the Suns uh, mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Yeah, buddy. Like that was kind of – we all thought that that was kind of it. They the almost – yeah, they came damn close to blowing it up. Right. So then it's like, and then they come back and we're the number one seed in 2011. So it's like, you don't ever want to write them off again because yeah. a lot of people made asses of themselves for writing them off. But if you had, if it weren't for Kawhi Leonard, you would be getting to that point where you'd want to blow it up. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And again, Kawhi was kind or of. Or maybe they signed Chris Paul in the offseason. Yeah, who knows? You know, it, it's Pop. He's gonna, they're going to find a way. Our, Pop and R.C. Buford, that's R. my C. right? Buford. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I was going out on a limb there, but I. Okay. R.C. Buford. Yeah, I mean, they, they find a way, and oh, Jesus Christ, it's 19 all of a sudden. Sorry, I just noticed that. The Warriors yeah. the Warriors and Warriors things. Didn't I say that? 19. I said 19 even. <laughs> yeah, you did. Damn it! Utah, get a few more points. Daniel can't be right about more stuff. Yeah, I'm killing it. Yeah, it, and it's very obnoxious. Yeah. Um, yeah, but again... Again, it, tax season's over. I'm just I'm prepping way more. Now. Yeah, you really have been prepping way more. <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself. I need to get Joel back on the pod. We're gonna, we're so you two can agree and be wrong about stuff together. Yeah, exactly. It's fun like that. <laughs> we uh, make occasional jabs at you. It's a good time. We're going to have a random pod on like Friday or something like that. You're just not going to know. You're not going to see it coming. Yeah. All right. So uh, I think we're done with playoff previews. But uh, before we send the listeners off, uh, so... I finally looked it up. Uh, we had this huge debate. Is it Andre Robertson or is it Andre Roberson? I think we would just say both because we were just like, ah, oh, I don't fucking know when he went to Colorado. I've heard, I've heard both. I've heard both from respected NBA people. Mm-hmm. People that I would have expected to tell me how to pronounce this per- person's name. If I'm paying for the cable subscription that's paying your salary to tell me about the game that's happening, I want the damn name pronounced correctly. And, you know, this is really Andre's fault because coming into the draft, he's like, you can call me whatever. It's like, no, 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 no. Just tell me what you want. Mm-hmm. All right, so I looked it up. Is it Robertson or Roberson? Looked it up. It's Robertson. So there we go. We looked it up. Uh, what look- is this reputable source that you... Uh- <laughs> It was uh, Chad Ford's uh, NBA mock draft for uh, whatever year Andre Robertson was coming into the league. He had it, Andre Robertson, and then they had the quotes, and they had it broken down phonetically as if it were like some foreign link or foreign word that you had to kind of. Hey, hey, hey! I had to do that at college graduation. I had to write <laughs> my last name phonetically. So Robertson, it's Rob or son. There you go. It's Robertson. Okay, now yeah. we know. Now yeah, it's our. Now know. And you really did a deep dive. You went back to Chad Ford. I was looking at Chad Ford, twenty ten. I want to say. Yeah, like twenty. No, 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 no. Maybe twenty twelve. I want to say. Yeah, but still, that's a deep dive. Again, man. Yeah, taxes are over. You really do have a lot of free time on your hands. Good lord. <laughs> no, I just got dedication for this pod. Dude. No, you have a lot of free time on your hands. Don't give me that nonsense. I'm still working forty hours a week. <laughs> but how much are you really working? Eh, whatever. Alright, so... Now we know. It's Andre Robertson, and I still hate him. Alright, I'm done. Yep, I think that's all we got on this pod. Um, hey, past the 30-minute mark. Hey. I'm going to watch the second half of those Warriors!
minutes? You mean like five minutes left in the game? Uh, there's only five minutes left? Yeah, dude. Uh, You've been talking for 30 minutes. Uh, all right. All right, cool. And, yep, so I think, uh, yeah, go watch playoff basketball. We're going to talk about it some more. And, yeah, on that note, I think we out. Bye. Bye.